Hello friends, it's Jim Nance and it's my great pleasure to welcome you to Beyond the Clubhouse, a podcast hosted by my friend Garrett Johnston. He is a testament to one of the great things about this sport, the friendships that come from playing or even just talking about the game. And you're going to meet some of the characters that Garrett has gotten to know from this past decade plus that he's been covering the sport. You're going to hear from players, caddies, members of the media. You're going to get the storytelling, the golf news, the players' swing tips, and a whole lot of laughs. It's coming your way with this edition of Beyond the Clubhouse. Here's Garrett. All right, Jim Nance, as always, thanks for the introduction there. we got Bryson DeChambeau on the podcast this week. He's been a very hard man to get a hold of. Obviously, he hasn't spoken to print media in over 35 days. And even this event or this interview happened at the BMW Championship. It happened on the Tuesday afternoon at Caves Valley in Baltimore. And remember, that was the tournament uh, that would end up being a lot of heckling, a lot of fans uh, in his ear. And, of course, the PGA Tour would come down and have the rule about not calling him Brooksy after that. Uh, but still, it's been a tough time for Bryson over the last month in terms of just challenges with fans and challenges with the media, too. He's kind of put them at, a, at an arm's length, especially the print media. And I've been lucky. I've been the only guy for in, in print journalism to get an interview with Bryson. We get into practice and his focus, his routines, what he really get it, gets into, and, and kind of his advice for us weekend golfers as well, how to get better at our pre-round routine and our focus, our weekend warrior habits uh what we can do better so we get into that and this is also a story i wrote this transcribed and i put it on golfmonthly.com check out the website really good content um based in the uk but they have a, a strong worldwide presence and a lot of instruction as well on their website golfmonthly.com this is where this is bryson's routine warm-up routine revealed is the name of the article. So hope you enjoy that as you read it. Uh, but this is a great pod. Hope you have a blast listening to this as well. And we will get to it here on Beyond the Clubhouse. So I'm just curious. So as you look at your pre-round competitive com- mm-hmm. r- routine when it comes to range, when it comes to putting and chipping, what tends to be the length of it and the focus for you, Bryson? It definitely depends on the week. Um, last week I putted uh, not so great. And just trying to work on this week how to improve that and how to make changes obviously we're using some devices out here to figure that out but you know if I'm not driving it well I'll be working harder on that so it, it really depends on the week and I'm pivoting each and every week depending on what my strokes gained is on all the categories um, so this week it's a little going to be a little more around the greens uh, and, and putting that I need to work on to to be up there winning a tournament I ball struck it well enough and drove it well enough to win last week so when you say like it changes by the week, so you're you're actually whether it's 45 minutes, hour, like it, it, does it tend to be over an hour or what is? Um... Well, I would say it depends. Like you know, if I'm feeling super comfortable and confident, it'll be short and sweet. Uh, if I'm not comfortable, it could be a couple hours trying to figure it out. It's a work day, you know. So I'm uh, just as focused on these days as I am the tournament days. Gotcha. When it comes to putting, I know that it can change, but typically, where do you want to feel confidence-wise um, as you kind of get to, to the course? For me, I want it to feel like the stroke is smooth and consistent and controlled. I've got great speed on the greens. Obviously, you see me working on my speed every single day, um, controlling that. Uh, and then also, is starting on my line. If I can start on my line, great speed, feel comfortable with the stroke. Uh, you know, I'm usually top top 30 putter in the world. 
Yeah. So. And what tends to be the most typical instrument uh, for pre-round, I should say? Oh, I would definitely say measuring launch angle and whatnot. I mean, we don't use this pre-round. This is in obviously or before practice yeah practice days. But the most important uh, numbers to have are the ball speed numbers off of a device that tell me how fast the putt is going, or how how fast I'm hitting. Uh, the putt which then we measure out how far it goes let's say it's 40 feet our number is 10.1 miles an hour that we want to achieve we can see if it's short or long of that number and then we adjust um, our percentages based off of if it's slower or faster that day so knowing the speed of the greens is super important and we use how fast I'm hitting it as a gauge mm. And what about as you go to the range itself and hit shots? Like, is there a typical go-to instrument there on a pre-round yeah, uh, competitive? It's, 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 I mean, flight scope is definitely helpful for measuring, uh, you know, swing speed and ball speed, and seeing how far the, the golf ball is going. Every golf course and every environment that we play in is different, so we're definitely checking out um, how far golf ball is going in this environment compared to last week's environment, and knowing those numbers are very, very helpful. Mentally, how do you want to feel like as you get ready to approach a competitive round, as you get ready to watch first tee? I mean, the mental game is all based on if I'm confident with the golf swing, if I'm confident with my putting, if I'm confident with my chipping, based on all the stuff we do, um, then my mental game's in a great state, got no issue. Um, I've always said the mental game changes uh, the way you play about 10% up or down. Uh, your skill set's your skill set, right? So if you're an 80 shooter, you know, you could shoot 75 that day or, or you know, 72 or whatever. If you're playing, unbelievable golf and you get the perfect mental state and you got everything going for you or you could go the other way and shoot 85 right <laughs> so i always say like the middle game is like a 10 percent buffer i feel like it depends for a lot of uh, people but for me it's always been around 10 percent and um you know if i can keep that in check and i'm positive with my game and, and comfortable with the stroke and ball striking everything then you know i could go out and have a round that's 72 turn into 65 pretty easily you mentioned shipping a second ago what's typically going to make you comfortable uh, with your chipping uh, before the grass and, and the bunker types so i'm really good out of ryegrass um and and bunkers that are a little firmer if if those bunkers are, are like that then i'm usually pretty good around the greens if they're not i gotta work a little harder to to get comfortable around the greens and that's just practice and technique and a lot of that a couple more quick ones uh, augusta national when you're warming up amazing facility how is that for you how does that match up with you for a competitive round getting ready in regards to just the the practice facility the way it's laid out and, and just i think it's really cool way to prepare for the golf course uh, i still have my process that i go through and so it, albeit it's very nice it's got everything we need uh, most tour events we have everything we need but uh, i'll say augusta's prime time top tip top shape as always uh, it's fun to be able to have a golf course and, and a couple holes that look similar to the golf course so it gets you kind of comfortable if you're really trying to work on a shot shape on a hole or something you can do it out there which is pretty special yeah well, i know that you tend to visualize pretty well and so as you stand on that range does it give you a little extra confidence just being able to scope it as you said kind of just uh yeah, yeah. especially if you're trying to hit a shot and be comfortable with a shot out there it definitely can help with your confidence on the golf course great stuff bryce thank appreciate you. it buddy appreciate it thank see you. you soon see you All right, short and sweet there with Bryson DeChambeau talking about the pre-round routine. What we could learn, I love what he talked about how we can learn mentally what that can do to our round and get better very quickly. So uh, very short and sweet. And honestly, how did this come about, you might ask? How was I able to be the only person in the last month from print media to get an interview with Bryson? It's all trust. Started at uh, Fresno B. Actually, I covered him. His first Masters in 2016. Built a trust with him. Did a, obviously stories the whole week at Augusta. Talked to his dad. A lot of cool things there, but yeah, it just it, that's what it comes down to: hard work, 
Uh, of course, I covered him many, many years for different outlets, just uh, freelance stories and just stay in contact and, and build a rapport. So, I mean, that's, that's what it came down to. Really fun stuff. I enjoyed it. Hope you guys did too with Bryson. And we'll catch up soon on Beyond the Clubhouse.